Hello, and welcome back to Texas Tech Health Check from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy with help from evidence-based advice from our physicians, healthcare providers, and researchers. These past few years have been difficult for some of us, so it's easy to overlook self-care when you're struggling. But the time to start is now. Even if it's just a few small acts of self-care, your body will thank you for it. How can you get started? Our guest for this episode, Dr. Pravanshi Alag, is an assistant professor in the Department of Psychiatry. She explains what exactly is self-care, including the different types. She also tells us why it isn't selfish to practice self-care and how we can get started. Dr. Alag, welcome back to our podcast. Thank you, Melissa, for having me here. And Happy New Year. To you as well. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do at the Health Science Center, and your expertise? Sure. I am an assistant professor at the Health Sciences Center, the Department of Psychiatry, and I am a general and an addiction-trained psychiatrist, so I kind of help with both, which means I help with dual diagnosis in terms of my patient population. Well, again, welcome back to our podcast. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. And today you're talking to us about, I think, a topic that's near and dear to all of us, self-care. Can you explain to us what is self-care? Absolutely. So self-care is really a holistic concept. What it really means is it is a conscious and a deliberate effort wherein you take care of of your own well-being And that really involves activities and practices which contribute to physical, mental, and emotional health. What self-care really does for you is it promotes relaxation, rejuvenation, and helps with stress reduction. One thing really important one needs to know is that when you are doing self-care, it's really about self-awareness and compassion And it's highly individualized. One thing that might work for me may not work for someone else. And really, in a nutshell, this is what self-care is about. So then what are the different kinds of self-care? So, you know, there there are about eight kinds of self-cares. But the ones that I really want to make sure that I mention about are the physical, which involves sleep, nutrition, exercise, Then you have the mental self-care, you have the emotional self-care, spiritual, wherein, you know, people can do meditation, it's walking close to the nature, it's yoga, and then you also have the social self-care, the connection, the boundaries, and so forth. Some others are like environmental, you have financial self-care, and there are many more, but really the ones that which people feel like, which promotes a lot of relaxation and, and, you know, rejuvenation are the ones that I mentioned. Why is it important to practice self-care? Great question. So, you know, when it comes to self-care, if you think about it like the physical self-care, right, what happens is, like I said, self-care in terms of physical means that you're focusing on exercise and sleep, and 
good nutrition. So what it really does is it helps in mental clarity and focus, right? And someone does do self-care, it really helps in stress reduction and really reduction in their anxiety as well. If someone really does self-care on a consistent basis, you know, if it's short-term, it's only in that moment and you feel better. But if you consistently practice self-care, it gives you long-term health benefits in terms of your mental and physical health. And not just that, it also kind of strengthens your self-esteem and helps in building resilience, which means that if you have setbacks in life or if you have challenges in life, you can actually deal with them in a more effective way. So what I'm trying to really say is that you have to make intentional choices when it comes to self-care, even though to some it seems like it is very selfish. It is very important for maintaining a healthy and a fulfilling life. Well, then how can we relieve ourselves from feeling guilty for taking a few minutes for ourselves? How do we practice it so that we don't feel selfish? Sure. And, you know, it's a very common challenge where people feel like when they're practicing self-care, it's selfish, right? So one of the most important things is changing your own perspective, focusing on the benefits that self-care provides to you, right? Setting boundaries, you know, you have to set your own boundaries. You need to know what's important for you yourself, and you need to really focus on all of that. Educating yourself, or just like I said before, reflecting on the benefits that self-care gives to you. It makes you feel better. makes you feel happier. It relaxes you. You know, it gives you overall benefits in life. And then, of course, surrounding yourself with the right people, right? With people who are supportive of these activities, people who mean positive to you, and you think they will be either involved in your self-care or they would support what you're doing for yourself. Or probably be one of the best few ways to really participate in your own self-care and understand that's very essential for your own well-being. How do we start practicing self-care? Sure. So I would say first and foremost is identifying which of the self-care works for you. Is it the physical is it the emotional? Is it mental, spiritual, all of the above? Once you can decide that, it's important you create a self-care plan, right? And once you create a plan, make sure you have a dedicated time for that. It's not like, hey, I'm going to do it today. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. You really need to make sure you have a time designated for that. And once you do that, make sure you're mindful of what you're doing. When you're practicing that, you're present in that moment, we tend to be not mindful, and that's not self-care, even if it is 15 minutes a day, even if it is just a shower, right? That is also self-care. Prioritizing your sleep is really important, right? Even if you get to sleep six hours, for some people, they need to sleep eight hours. It is self-care. A good night's sleep is important for well-being. And last but not the least to add is practicing gratitude, reflecting on all the positives in your life. You know, I don't think life can ever come with only positives, we all have positives and negatives in our life, but focusing more on the positives that we have and trying to let go of the negatives and not focusing as much on that is a very important part of self-care. And do you have any suggestions on how we can stay on track and how do we get back on track if we happen to stop? Absolutely. 
So one of the things that I would recommend is kind of setting reminders for yourself, right? And some people do those on, you know, we all, most of us end up having smartphones nowadays. So kind of setting reminders on that or even journaling helps a lot is one of the ways to do it. Setting up realistic goals. Well, today I'm going to do self-care. I'm going to go take a walk and tomorrow I'm going to not do it because it was decided for 30 minutes and I can't do it. And that's probably unrealistic in your daily life. So even if it is 10 minutes, set a goal that is realistic enough. Take small steps rather than taking one huge step on one day and not doing it for the rest whole week, right? And make sure to track your progress. That is always very helpful. And one thing which is really important, which we, I think, all forget to do is celebrate your achievement. Even if it is really small, it is very important to celebrate success, even if it is the smallest little success in life. And, and you know, like I always tell my patients, people around me, my family members, Self-care is a journey, and lapses are a normal part of your journey. So if things happen where you fall off the wagon or you fall off track, it's totally fine. Just make sure you evaluate and understand what exactly happened. Look for the barriers. Remember to reflect on the benefits the specific self-care gave to you. Get up right there and then what happened. Look for that. And then let's just get started again. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yes, for sure. I have an interesting quote that I want to say, and that is, self-care is not selfish. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. And really, this beautiful quote captures the sense of self-care, emphasizing that taking care of oneself is not a selfish act, but a necessary foundation for being able to give and serve others effectively. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast and giving us these great tips on self-care and reminding us that it's not selfish. Absolutely. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me. Thank you. We hope to have you come back again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Texas Tech Health Check. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or your healthcare provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Texas Tech Health Check is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center and produced by T.R. Castillo, Susana Cisneros, Mark Hendricks, Key Williams, and me, Melissa Whitfield. 